You're listening to the Careers Talk podcast series, a Salt Studios production. Growing up with an Italian nonna and mother in the kitchen meant pastry chef Angelica Giuliano was only going to follow one career path. But that wasn't evident for Angelica at high school because she never thought a career in food was possible. In this episode, Angelica explains what life was like growing up surrounded by passionate home cooks and how she realised hospitality was the career she wanted. Angelica, I would imagine you as a young person being in the kitchen of Italian descent with Nonna and your mum and that being just an awesome learning educational experience for you. Yeah, I was brought up around cooking So it's all I really know, really. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm not of Italian descent, but if you look at TV shows like Food Safari or Jamie's Italian or whatever, there's always a passionate nonna involved. And, um, you know, she's full of of things that she's learnt over the journey. Was that, like, similar for you as well? Yeah, 100%. So I would, like, come home from school and there'd be food on the table or she'd be preparing dinner. There was just always food involved everywhere you looked, really. It was always from her head. So there's no chance you could recreate anything. What sort of things were you eating that, that Nonna and Mum were cooking? It was usually always pasta. That was our go-to. Otherwise, Nonna and Mum would be making either biscuits, like our traditional biscuits. But, yeah, generally pasta and sweets were the good things. Please tell me there was a tiramisu in there every so often. <laughs> there was. There definitely was. I mean, you can't not be Italian and not have tiramisu. <laughs> so does that mean you were always going to go down this path of cooking? Well, not always. Like, I loved it, but I was like, it wasn't what I wanted to do originally. Why is that, though? If you're in that breeding ground with your nonna and your mum, they're both passionate about it, you love it as well. Why did you get to high school and think, OK, well, I can't have that as a career? I think growing up, it was like, you do chefing because it's fun or you enjoy it, not so much as a job. So does that mean at high school then you weren't too sure what you wanted to do, although you probably knew you didn't want to be a doctor or a lawyer? I wouldn't say disengaged, but I think I was just focused on kind of other options. Yeah, I didn't really like looking to chefing until year 10, 11-ish. So there was no one within your circle that was asking the right questions or giving you the information to sort of pursue cookery? It was just not in place for you? Not until I started to do my vet in school subject, which was hospitality. But before that, there was no kind of guidance into the hospitality industry. So how did you end up at a place where you were looking towards childcare as an option for you? Um, well, I was always really good around kids growing up. Like, you know, family friends would come over, they have little kids and they always love playing with me. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, it's fun. So I was like, all right, I'll like look into it and do it. And it was one of the options of TAFE. What did you do then? Because, you know, you were going down this path and granted it was at high school and it was early days and there's plenty of opportunities to change that. But how did you get from a point that from there to uh, trying something else, which was obviously cookery. So I had some friends doing hospitality. And, you know, as a uh, high school student, you want to be with your friends. They're like, come try it out, you know, see what you think of it. And it was still pretty early on that I was able to change my subject. So I moved into the hospitality class and just instantly, this is for me. Like, it was good. (laughs) In terms of what? Like, how did you know? Well, I just, I picked things up really easily. It just felt natural. I understood it. I knew what I was doing. I knew the next step. I just fell into the groove of it. And and in terms of that, what were you being taught and what were you learning? So we got to do both front of house and back of house. So it was one semester of each. 
for example, front of house, you're learning how to set the table, serve a customer, take their order, um, the etiquette of speaking to a customer. Um, you learnt drinks behind the bar. And then for back of house, you were learning your basic cookery skills. So you learnt how to debone a chicken and cut vegetables a certain way, you know, make a soup, make a stock, how to prepare meat and veg and kind of like all your basic life skills that I think everyone should have. It was really good subjects to take on. Did you prefer one over the other? Obviously, I preferred cookery, but I also loved the front of house because I'm a very people's person. Like I would just talk to anybody and I got that from my mother. I had to choose, you know, front of house or back of house. And my heart was just like, cooking is, it's so different and you can do something different every day. So I was like, that was what I went into. So how did that change your perception around deciding a career path? Because you mentioned before you never looked at uh, hospitality or cookery, pastry chef, which is where you've gone as an actual career move. But now, given you had such an interest in it, that must have changed. How did you then start looking and thinking, okay, well, how do I turn it into a career? I spoke to some of my teachers and they obviously were either chefs in the past or new, well-known chefs. And they picked up on how interested in the subject that I was. So they would talk to me about it and I'd ask some questions. My dad as well, obviously being in the hospitality industry, helped me look at the options of where I could go. We had some family friends who were chefs and I got to speak to them and they gave me really good advice. So going from high school into your next move then, knowing that you wanted to be in the hospitality career, uh, how did you then work out what element of the hospitality career it needed to be? Because there's any number of ways in which it can go. Um, How did you settle on pastry? Well, growing up, mum would always be making cakes in the kitchen and I would always just see her watching them be like, these are incredible. It was something fun because you could do any colour you wanted, any flavour. There was always something really cool that you could do with it. Pastry just really stuck out to me because it's this ever-evolving part of the industry where there's always a new technique or a new flavour or a new ingredient that comes out. I could just constantly doing something different. What do you learn when you're studying pastry at Holmes Glen? So studying pastry at Holmes Glen, you get to learn all your basic um, skills. So your sponges, your cakes, biscuits, you get to learn bread. And then you also get to learn the side of it where there's like costing and there's the environmental aspect of it. What do you mean environmental impact of that, as in what it does to the environment if you're not using good quality produce that comes from a sustainable area or is that what you mean? I think it's the footprint that we make. For example, we order in from France, like the footprint that it makes from coming from France to here and what it does to the environment and the travel time and just being smart about our wastage and how much we're throwing out and recycling and all the little things that you, you wouldn't think about, but there's so much that's actually involved behind the scenes, I guess. So when you were training and when you were in this learning environment, what did a normal day look like? And please tell me you would go in, you'd bake a cake, you'd sit around and you'd eat it and you'd critique it. I went to Holmes Glen and we had a um, kind of like a shop there. So what we made in the kitchen, we would put in the shop and they would obviously sell it off to the other students so we could take home X amount of what we made, but the rest of it would go to sale, which was good because another student's got to try what we're making and kind of convince them to do cookery too. A normal day would be coming to class, you know, get changed, 
And then you'd have an introduction to your class and you'd have a demo. So your teacher would demonstrate what you're going to do today, show you how to do it all. And then you'd go back to your section and make that product. Obviously, you have a sneaky taste in between. Yeah, you'd all talk about your what you did. Your teacher would come around and give you, you know, critiques and advice and correct you what you've done wrong, what you did well. And yeah. And what about assessments in that in order to pass and get to the next level? What were some of the assessments or exams that you had to do? We had two types of assessments. One was a written assessment. So you'd have a test, like a theory test. And the other one would be a practical test where you'd have to make, for example, one year we had to do a decorative cake. So that was our practical test. And that went over for a few weeks. But you had to design your cake, you had to give it a story and a background and then produce this cake to what you had written up, basically. Explain that to me. Like, what story did you tell in the cake that you made for when you're at Holmes Glen? I did a baby shower cake and you had to use fondant and come up with a decoration using different skills and techniques. So what I did was a pink and blue cake with white and yellow parts of it. I had like ruffled circles to look like petals and it kind of layered up the cake in the top. So it gave that story of, is it going to be a boy? Is it going to be a girl? Like, you know, the whole surprise element. And the cake itself had to be a fruit cake. That was part of the assessment. But if it was my choice, it would have had like a cool colour on the inside. From Holmes Glen, you also went to the Langham Hotel as well. Now, I imagine that was a pretty steep learning curve because Holmes Glen is an educational institute. But at the end of the day, Langham Hotel is there to make profit because it's a business. So even though you're an apprentice in that environment, I imagine it would have been a step up in terms of uh, pressure and stress. A hundred percent. So it was a whole new world because five-star hotel, everything had to be perfect and there was so many more people in the kitchen. It was good because I learnt people skills and I learnt how to be organised and on top of my work list and how to produce big amounts of food because obviously it's a huge hotel and every day we're serving 200 plus people. So being able to produce mass amounts and get recipes correct and just follow everything perfectly, it was a good experience. How were you trained in order to do food at such scale? You kind of just pick it up along the way. At home, I was making one tart or 12 cupcakes, tiny amount. But then you you get told to make 120 brulees or like six slab cakes. It's just, it becomes a habit that you produce. Looking back on your education, what was the most important part for you in order to get to where you needed to go? Just staying focused and really enjoying it, I think, was really important. Being involved in my classes and writing heaps of notes and taking every bit of information in because the tiniest thing that you might learn at school, like I learned how to temper chocolate and I still use that to today, like all the little tricks and tips that my teachers gave me. It's things that you might not read in a book, but you'll always remember it or you'll always have it written down. What's some advice around the signs for a student that it might not be the right choice for them getting into hospitality? It's hard because like, like it's always going to be stressful, but if it's something that you can overcome and you can manage that stress, then it's something for you. Anywhere you go, hospitality is so busy. You have restaurants constantly busy and it's a fast-paced environment so just being able to keep up with that pace. Looking back on your education again would you have done anything differently? Probably not. I think I was pretty good with my education because I took every opportunity thrown at me that I could. 
there would be an excursion or there would be a competition and literally my hand was like the first one to be up to be like yes like I want to do it just get involved in it because it's there's so much you can learn at school there's so much that you can learn at work and there's so much that you can learn outside of those environments so the more that you put yourself into the more knowledge you're going to have at the end of the day awesome angelica stay where you are because we're going to talk about your career in our next episode as angelica says hospitality is very busy and you need to be able to manage stress But if dealing with a high-pressure, fast-paced environment excites you, hospitality might be the career for you too. In our next episode, Angelica talks about how she found her niche within hospitality and became a pastry chef. You're listening to the Careers Talk podcast series. Assault Studios production.